It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Sunshine today with a high of 64. Lows drop to the mid-30s tonight. Sunny conditions on Wednesday as well as Thursday. We'll get those highs in the low to mid-60s with lows at 42 Wednesday night. A little bit warmer Thursday night with clouds arriving. And that rain from Nicole moves in on Veterans Day Friday, giving us a soaker. Daytime temperatures running around 65 degrees. And currently we have 52 degrees in the Lynchburg area. Uh, Looks like we have 51 in Bedford, 52 in Roanoke, 54 in Danville, 48 in Salem, 50 in Appomattox, 52 in Amherst. And voting going on everywhere. We've got Chris Feraldi on the line. He is uh, joining us from uh, Lynchburg Poll. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Janet. Happy Election Day. Uh, I can't believe the day's finally here. I'm, I'm so excited, and I know folks coming up to the polls are, are just as ready to, to cast their ballots. Now, this is a, a big day for Lynchburg, potentially. It is. It is. Well, it already it already is in, in many respects. Um, this is a culmination of, of a lot of work for uh, Lynchburg Republicans to say, we're going to take this election very seriously and offer new leadership to Lynchburg and, and give the city voters a chance to bring uh, a new majority to Lynchburg City Council for the first time, who actually prioritizes their interests, their, their bottom line, their safety, and their children's education more than government saying, we know better than you do. And so, um, really, that's, that's what's on the ballot. Uh, from, from the national issues down to Lynchburg at, uh, at the local level, um, voters have an opportunity to, to really cast a, a ballot, of a referendum against what we've seen this, these past 20-plus years of, of governance in Lynchburg. Um, lower jobs, more crime, more in taxes. Uh, population growth is stagnant. Economic growth is stagnant. It's slow-growing, it, uh, some reports would even say. Um, if you look at any particular issue, there, there's just not one where, where the folks... On the other side of the aisle, leading the city currently, can say that they've they've succeeded. Um, so really, it's it's a referendum to say we're we're going to go a different direction, and it's also an opportunity for Republicans, I think, to say not just what we're against, but what we're for. Right. And I think and I think we saw that last year, starting out with Governor Youngkin, we saw that we're Republicans are for parents' involvement in their children's education. Parents are for getting taxpayer dollars back to, to working families who need it during an economic crisis. Um, Republicans are for safer streets mm. um, and, and investing Supporting in and the empowering yeah. law enforcement. Um, and then, and most importantly, um, we recognize that this is not just about Republicans versus Democrats, but we do realize that the only party standing up in, in that bold fashion is the Republican Party. So we're asking folks to consider the three candidates we have. That in and of itself is historic. Um, having three nominated Republicans for the at-large cycle is, is really something that I don't believe has happened in the last 20 years. And let's and also so not a, fail to mention that you have uh, one that is a, a very strong female candidate. You have yeah. another who is an African-American candidate. And then the third is a, uh, a public servant, comes from the yeah. public servant sector. You, you can't look at the Lynchburg Republicans running for this and say that it's just a, not a diverse ticket. It is, it, is, it, it is reflecting this community, the Lynchburg city at large. And that's what the, those are the seats that they're running for. So voters have the opportunity to vote for three city council candidates. 
if you're listening right now and either on your way to the polls or, or well, later today, just remember this. Go to votelynchburg.com, votelynchburg.com, and you can see a sample ballot, a Republican sample ballot, right there. Because what does make local elections interesting is for the infinite wisdom of Richmond and the General Assembly, Republic, uh, candidates at the local level don't have an R or a D next to their name, mm. or even an independent. So um, it could be a little misleading. Some folks have had to come out of the polls uh, this morning when I've been talking to them, asking for a sample ballot because they didn't know that. Um, some folks didn't know that their precinct changed. So, so do verify those things. You can do all of that at votelynchburg.com. Um, it's a very diverse ticket. It, it resembles the city at, on a broad basis. And I really believe we're going to come away uh, this evening with, with a new majority in Lynchburg for a new path for Lynchburg. And, and man, I'm so excited for that opportunity. I know people going into the polls right now are, are feeling the same thing. Well, it would be the first time in a generation that um, that there would be a, a Republican majority. That's for sure. And let's also remind people that when you go to vote, you're not just voting for one person. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, the, there are seven people running for council, but you can vote for up for no more than three. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you have three votes you can cast um, uh, for city council. There are three Republicans, and it's super simple. It's the top three. One, two, three. Those are the Republicans on your ballot. Uh, it's been interesting to hear some of the voters uh, give back some of the strategies that we've done to, to try to promote this election. And and some people said, yeah, it's just the top three on city council, right? That's it. Uh, so we know some people are getting the word to them. We know some folks still need some more information. So really, if you have any questions, go to votelynchburg.com. And, and folks, if you like what this city has done, if you like the trajectory we've been on, then, then vote for the same leadership. But if you're remotely saying, you know, I'd like a little bit more in my, my, my back pocket. I'd like, I like to see a police officer actually drive through my neighborhood at, for once. I'd like um, to see a headline that doesn't include a shooting in Lynchburg. Things I'd like, like that. I'd like to see the Lynchburg City School Board elected versus appointed behind right. closed doors. Yeah. Um, those are the type of things that are on the ballot and that we're taking to the community saying, do you agree? And, and, and we think we do. Not to mention all the other reasons why you should be voting Republican um, uh, for, for, for Congress. Lynchburg is in the 5th District. Um, Bob needs to win that seat because we, we can't afford to have um, Democrat leadership representing the 5th District. It, it just it does not line up with the values of that district. And so really, you know, just across the, the, the board, um, look at the candidates, look at what they stand for, and, and, and vote accordingly. And, uh, man, I, Janet, I could not be more excited to see the results coming. Well, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out. Good luck to you. Hope you have a great day. And uh, it's going to be exciting to see what's going to be happening in Lynchburg. I'll leave you with this, Janet. In Scripture, Daniel, it says, It is the Lord who changes times and seasons. It's the Lord who appoints kings and removes them. If this is going to happen... It's because the Lord willed it, and man, I'm so honored that, that we have had the opportunity to be a part of it in some small way. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks so much. So uh, we also want to remind you, CBS election news coverage is going to be starting tonight at 10 p.m. on uh, across the BTRN network. Uh, so if you're wanting to, to catch that, you can uh, and we'll uh, have live tune in. evening programming all night. Lars Larson should be able to update election oh, yeah. results as they come in, and mm-hmm. you obviously 
uh, before then, we'll have the CBS News updates at the top and the bottom of the hour. So that's going to start uh, at, at 10 p.m. tonight. 866-916-3776. You've been awful good about calling in and letting us know about what the polls look like, uh, whether or not uh, people are showing up and uh, whether or not they're they're busy. We've had a few folks call in with some confusion this morning in the, uh, the Huddleston area. Speaking of confusion, uh, President Biden had another rather large gaffe yesterday as he was stumping and forgot the nominee's name at a Maryland rally. But the interesting thing is that wasn't really the worst part of this rally. Uh, Take a listen as he touched down in Maryland last night for a last-minute get-out-the-vote rally at Bowie State University, stumping for gubernatorial candidate Wes Moore. Towards the beginning of his speech, Biden told the mostly black audience at the university, well, we'll let him tell you. We'll just let him say it for you. You got to turn me on there, dear. That includes the $5.8 billion I put in the budget for HBCUs. You know why? HBCUs don't have the endowments others have, but guess what? You're just as smart, you're just as bright, you're just as good as any college in America. And that money, that money is to build laboratories and other things for the future that you need to have access to. And of course, you got that next governor. What's his name? Wes, uh, Wes, uh, Wes Moore. And they're, and they're holding up the signs to remind him. <laughs> I know he's a Democrat, but I do recommend Wes Moore's book. It's really good. He's the, the he's the real deal, man. This reminds me of the time that um, that he was saying when he was at the <laughs> at the the other place where he told the black children, "You're just as smart as the white children. You're just as good as the as the white children." And he just gets by with this stuff. Ugh. I don't get it. Drives me crazy. All right, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we've got another special caller on the way on the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. In this country, we work hard every day. Not for fame or fortune do they strive But the fruits of their labor Are worth more than their pay And it's time a few of them were recognized The Morning Jam with Janet On the Virginia Talk Radio Network that she's back in the you are listening to the Morning Jam. We appreciate your calls this morning, 866-916-3776. And we've had some great uh, interviews this morning as well. You're going to want to go back and listen to those if you missed any of them. Had Dr. Bob at 730. Chris Ferraldi just joined us uh, a little bit ago. And then we uh, talked with Chris Daniels earlier in the show. Right now, we're going to go to our on-the-street reporter here. D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-
doing some some type of stripper size or something? Oh, we're, we're exercising. Oh. You know, uh, it's the best thing for your heart it is to exercise. Uh-huh. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Let me ask you this, uh, Salty, but, other than that image I have in my head kind of burned in right now. Um, how, how did, uh, yeah. was it busy when you went to vote? Well, Janet, we was in and out pretty quick. And, uh, you know, uh, we voted, uh, uh, you know, the top three uh, was right there. I don't know how they managed that. Uh, but they got, got right on the top there, uh, Mr. Taylor, uh, Mr. Missions, and uh, Ms. Reed. Uh, they was right there on the top. And, of course, uh, voted for Bob, uh, Bob Good. Yeah. Uh, not to be confused with Bob Good Lat. Right. Uh, we had to drop the Lat and just go good. There you go. That's exactly right. So you and Miss Salty made a day of it. Well, yeah, well, I had to go to work. You know, I, I'm kind of tired already, but uh, still <laughs> got to go to work. They let us vote early this morning because we, you know, we don't come back sometimes from Nelson till later on in the day. So they're letting us start late this morning. Okay. Well, that's nice. That's a good thing. Hey, uh, Salty, I, yeah. have a, I have a question for you. So, did you hear okay. that um, that former President Donald Trump has said he's got a big announcement to make on November fifteenth? Oh, Lordy! <laughs> well, I wondered if you knew about that. He he says he doesn't want to detract well, from the midterms, but uh, but that he did have a big announcement oh. he was going to make from Mar a Lago on the fifteenth. Oh. Oh, is he going to stand on them empty boxes the FBI left in his garage? I don't and, know. Uh, you know, do his little platform speech. You know, Trump doesn't want to make it about Trump. You know, he's very humble. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic this morning? <laughs> Just, I'm being something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so do you think he's going he's, he's gonna to announce, isn't he? He's running. Uh, he's been running since he, quote-unquote, <laughs> lost the last election. He's been running. Mm, well, yeah, I think uh, I think he's got something to prove I don't know. Well, you know what, Janet? It's, uh, well, it's kind of like mystery meat. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't know who you're going to get. Uh, right. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm, that's I'm true. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people that love Donald out there. And uh, I like Donald, I really do. But I think, uh, you know, I think we're ready for a change. You know, right? Uh, right. I'm just ready. I don't, I don't need all the extra drama. There's enough drama in the world before you add the Trump factor in. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. I, I think the DeSantis thing might get him in trouble. Them decisions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, could be. Uh, one thing's for sure: if he does run. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna have an uh, element of entertainment, uh, much like one of my phone calls, Janet. Yeah, well, I guess I guess that's true. Salty, thank you for calling in. You know, we always love it when you do. We we'll see you. All right, we'll talk to you later. We we'll see y'all. All right. Okay, so I may never recover from the image of Salty and Mrs. Salty. And the pole in their living room. <laughs> I've decided to just block that out. Yeah, okay. So, similar past memories. That's a, a very wise move. Liz says she choked on her coffee with that, with that one. Salt. We all did. Do we need to, like, create a warning? Um, Maybe. 
for when Salty calls next time? Maybe. We, we might want to just like put a little caveat on that call. It could be. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, I'm assuming that's the announcement he's going to make on November 15th. I don't know that for sure, but it certainly seems that that may be, uh, may be where he's going. <laughs> Somebody said Melania will will be back, Salty. Oh, well, that's true. Now, he didn't mention that. Salty does love him some Melania. So he might actually like that part. That's a very good point. So apparently during the uh, during the end of his rally, he read a list of names of voters, uh, names that voters should choose on Election Day. Uh, he called it the most important midterm election in the history of the United States. I do think a lot of people feel that way about this midterm. If you get a chance, go and go to our SoundCloud a little bit later on uh, in the day because our interview with um, with Dr. Bob was a very interesting one. Now, we've had several people call in and they really think that, that, that things are going to be uh, swept today, Red. Um, Dr. Bob was a little more conservative as he is. Uh, on such things, but he does think that it's going to be, you know, a, a pretty good day for Republicans, which historically, that's the way it's gone. Whoever is in office, um, it usually goes, you know, the other the other way. So that wouldn't be a, a big surprise. Of course, you know, the, the thing about uh, Georgia and Pennsylvania and uh, there's going to be a lot of races that people are going to be watching. And then, of course, you have the White House saying that we're not even going to have the results. They're not even, you know, letting us think that we're going to get those answers back. Um, but uh, they're, they're thinking GOP will take the House and the Senate is pretty much going to be a, a toss up. We'll see. Uh, according to the uh, Fox News power rankings, that that is their their prediction that the it's going to be the Senate that's going to be a little bit of a of a guessing game uh, with that. So we'll see how that shakes out this morning. I got an announcement. Okay. Uh, called in. Uh, Ward Four Polling Place has changed from Cross Point Church to St. Thomas More Church. All right. Now where is where is this Ward Four? I'm assuming Lynchburg. Ward Four in Lynchburg. So in Ward Four, the polling place has moved. From Cross Point Church to St. Thomas More Church. Why are we not doing a better job at getting this information out? Why are we only announcing this on Election Day? Come on. Thank you to those of you who are calling in and making us aware of these changes. We had a call from Huddleston earlier today where it had been moved from a church to a uh, to the Huddleston Elementary School, so we had that earlier, and now this is Ward Four saying that uh, Cross Point Church has been moved to St. Thomas More Church. Did they say whether or not there was proper signage they when did you not. went to Cross Point? They did not. See, that's what frustrates me. I mean, if 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 there's a move, that's fine, but that's just 101. You should have some signage up, letting people know where it is that they need to go. So again, that's Ward Four has moved from Cross Point Church to St. Thomas More Church. So be aware of that. And if you have any more like that that we need to be aware of, we would appreciate your call. 
is our number. Coming up, we're going to have your local headlines from WDBJ7. Interesting stories going on there. Some updates on Election Day. Also, a story out of Danville that's pretty disturbing as someone stole the red kettle from the Salvation Army uh, there. We're going to go back to the phones now. Good morning. You're on the Morning Jam. Hey, good morning, you guys. Uh, this is Doug. Hey, Doug. So what the what the what the numbnuts did? If you're in Huddleston, careful. And you're traveling. If you're traveling from east to west on Route 24, and you're in Bedford County, on the left hand side goes to Huddleston Elementary School, and on the right hand side of 24, you go to Bedford Gym. Oh yeah, but I've no, been raising but, hell with it all morning. But nobody's That's supposed what, to go to the to the uh, the old church that they used to go to, which is where people are going. Right. That's right. And so then what they did this morning, they had a, a a sign out there that says "Go to Forest Alliance Church," which has nothing to do with us. Oh my! And so God. I don't know I don't know what electoral board put it out there or who put the sign out there. But I'm trying to call in just to go and let you know to try to clear the confusion up. Yes, So if please. you're going from east to west and you're on the left-hand side of 24 in Bedford County, you go to Huddleston Elementary School. And if you're on the right side of, of Route 24, then you go to Bedford uh, Gym. And Bedford Gym's across the street from the sheriff's office. <laughs> oh, what a bunch of idiots. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you cannot make this stuff Careful. up. I mean, yeah. It's just it's amazing. He can say what he thinks. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Uh, east, so, so east to west, left side of the road on twenty four. You go to uh, uh, Huddleston Elementary. Right side of twenty four. You go to the Bedford Gym. That's across from the sheriff's office. And I don't know what you do if you're in the middle of the road. I guess get ran over. Like, well, you know what they say. The uh, that's right. Uh, the life's highway is filled with squirrels who couldn't make a choice. So. That's right. All right, right. Doug, thanks for calling in. Don't forget the chicken. And chicken. That's true. Have a good day. Oh, Lordy. Confusion reigns supreme. But he cleared it up pretty well, I think. We'll have your uh, news on the way. We'll have your weather as well. Pretty pleasant day today. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Sunshine today with a high of 64. Lows drop to the mid-30s tonight. Sunny conditions on Wednesday as well as Thursday. We'll get those highs in the low to mid-60s with lows at 42 Wednesday night. A little bit warmer Thursday night with clouds arriving. And that rain from Nicole moves in on Veterans Day Friday, giving us a soaker. Daytime temperatures running around 65 degrees. Currently 51 degrees in Appomattox, 54 in Amherst, 52 in Salem, 54 in Danville and Roanoke, 53 in Bedford and Lynchburg. It is a great day to get your voting on, so get on out there and get it done. If you've got an update for us from wherever you're voting, we'd love to hear from you. 866-916-3776. Well, the Powerball jackpot has soared to $1.9 billion. It is officially a world record. They said the sale yesterday were so the tickets were selling so fast at peak times they said more than 13,000 tickets per minute 
were being sold statewide, which is pretty crazy. Of course, your odds of winning aren't great. It's like one in 292 million, but your odds of winning are better than my odds because I didn't play. So, hey, thank you. There you go. You're welcome. Um, And I didn't use the people's number. I did use three and a couple of them. Okay. All right. Uh, How many did you buy? I bought 10. You bought 10. All right. And do we know why didn't they do the drawing? Some security thing. Like, basically, they didn't think it was secure enough. I I try to read into it a little bit, and uh, I wasn't 100% sure. Here it is. Um, Yeah, I mean, why? why, That's just. People are kind of perplexed by this. requires all 48 participants. Participating lottery submit their sales and player data prior to the winning numbers being selected. Once Powerball receives the outstanding... Slow down. Sorry. Say it again. Powerball requires all 48 participants' lottery, participating lotteries to submit their sales and play data prior to the winning numbers being selected. So that didn't happen. Yeah. So once Powerball receives all the outstanding submissions, the drawing can be processed. Nearly three hours after the scheduled 10.59 p.m. Eastern Time Monday drawing, the association told the AP it's against our policy to name the lottery Name the lottery that is experiencing delay. On Tuesday morning, the association said that in a new statement, the Powerball was in communication with the lottery throughout the night, and it will work to resolve the issue. So, so does this mean people can still buy so tickets? I think... Are they saying when they're going to draw this? The winning numbers and recorded video of the drawing will be posted to the Powerball website and YouTube channel. So they've already drawn the numbers. Players should hold on to their tickets, the statement said. The jackpot is nearly $400 million larger than the previous record and will keep growing until someone wins the prize. Only four previous jackpots have topped $1 billion. Okay. So if no one wins, it would... uh, And then here we go again. It would be probably over two. So... Uh, you can uh, get it an annuity paid annually over 29 years, which estimated $1.9 billion payout. Nearly all winners instead to opt in for the yeah. lump sum, which would be, with, I guess, assuming taxes, $929.1 million. So what would you do? Which would, oh, I'd take the lump sum. 100%. Yeah. Take the lump sum. Uh, just just because I don't, why would you let them be in charge of your money? That's a good point. Also, no. I, there's a good way to find out if I don't win. There's no morning gym tomorrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or I'm just running it myself. Oh, well. I'm you got to do what you got to do. Janet, I love you too much. I would I would come in. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that. And heaven knows I'll be here because I didn't buy a ticket. Um, we have had a few folks ask if we would uh, play this. We played this early in the show today. Um, it's a very interesting piece of audio. Senator Michael Bennett. He is a Democrat from Colorado. He is getting blasted by his opponent now, being called a radical, after his wife was recorded talking about uh, talking to two undercover journalists about how Democrats shouldn't talk about what's really in the Inflation Reduction Act and how they could defund the police, but quietly. Susan Daggett is a law professor at the University of Denver. And she is seen and heard on video that was released yesterday by Accuracy in Media, arguing that the most successful efforts in Washington, D.C. are the ones you never see on the front page of the paper. Now, I would say he's being called a radical by his opponent. I would say this is exactly 
how Democrats work in general. Now, this is hidden video. There is some some noise in there. I've tried to make it as clear as possible. But here it is uh, in her own words. She's being interviewed by two journalists. Of course, they're undercover. She thinks that they're on her side. And I, and I honestly wonder, like these people who say, no, 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 on our side, oh, we're not for defunding the police, do they mean it? Are they saying that just to like break these people? Yeah, like, I don't even know anymore. Are you think they're actually going to back away from it, or are they just trying to like... Well, I mean, I think, I think that, you know, um, I think Michael would say, you know, calling it defund the police was probably not the smartest move at the mm-hmm. outset, um, yes. because that's not really what we're talking about. Um, but, um, you know, Everything is partisan, right? Like anything that can become a wedge issue is these days. And so probably the smartest thing is to try to take the temperature down and, get, you know, just quietly. Like the most successful efforts in Washington, D.C. are the ones that you never see on the front page of the paper. The most right? successful ones. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Things, they're things that nobody's talking about. And that's where the success happens because then you can work together. And, you know, so like maybe we need to just... We're talking about it for, for a half a second and let the temperatures come down and then quietly allocate some funding to mental health, right? And to interventions that can help and maybe not call police reform, but you know, like and take it away strategically from ways to do it that would well, isn't that what they, effective, but you know, not raise the flag. Isn't that so. what they do with the inflation bill? Yeah. Like so yeah. many great things happened in that bill. Yeah, that, so many climate things. Right. Right. Don't really talk about it. Just, just, yeah. It's right. all about inflation. It's just inflation. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't right. think it's just inflation. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got, and that's the thing. Like Biden's getting a bad rap from progressives. I feel like because like he's not doing anything. Like, yes, he right, is. right, exactly, exactly right. I, mean, I, I know it's two years out, but does Biden run again? I hope not. But. Yeah. Does Biden run again? Gosh, I hope not. I mean, she's actually laughing when he's talking about. The Inflation Reduction Act and how it had absolutely nothing to do with reducing inflation. And we we talked about this on the air. We knew it didn't have anything to do with inflation. We knew it was all about pushing their agenda. Um, but they can name it whatever they want to. And most of the media never says a darn thing about it. If you get a chance, go actually watch the video. That's even more interesting than just listening to it because it is a little... A little noisy, but I do think it's in, important to realize this is what we're dealing with. And the left thinks that conservatives are so stupid that we don't know what they're doing. And we know exactly what we're doing. We know you pass things in the dark of night. We know you call something one thing and it's doing something completely different. People are not stupid unless they don't get out and vote this stuff out. And then maybe I would agree with some of the things that are being said out there. Uh, Our number, 866-916-3776. If you have a report on the polling area uh, where you are, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Uh, We also are going to be announcing our winner with Come to the Table Tuesday here in just a little bit, where uh, we remind you it is time to be kind, even when you... uh, When you don't agree with somebody, you you can still be kind about it. You don't have to call them names, even though perhaps they're calling 
you names. So uh, go ahead and send that in, and we'll announce it's it coming up. Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. I've been giving you some recipes for Thanksgiving for that Thanksgiving menu and I've been sharing some of the ones that are going to be on my table. Uh, This is a southern classic that is just the absolute best. It's an affordable side dish too. It's a southern spoon bread. I had a, a girls weekend this weekend and that's what we ended up having for supper one night. It was just spoon bread and green beans, and we were really happy with that, but we're country girls. Uh, this is a must-have. It's uh, super affordable and super delicious. You're going to start with two cups of milk that you're going to simmer on uh, the stove until it's hot. You don't want to boil it, but you want it to be really, really warm. Then you're going to add in your cornmeal and continue cooking for about three or four minutes until it thickens up. Then remove it from the heat and mix in a tablespoon of butter and a half a teaspoon of salt. Once that's all mixed up, you're going to let it cool for about 15 minutes. And in the meantime, you're going to separate four eggs. You're going to put four egg yolks in one bowl and four egg whites in another bowl. And you're going to mix up those egg yolks and set those aside. And then the egg whites, you're going to beat until they are uh, nice and stiff and you get some peaks forming there. Uh, Once the cornmeal is cooled, add in the egg yolks, mixing it with a spoon. And then at the end, you're going to fold in those egg whites and spoon that mixture into a one and a half quart sprayed baking dish and bake it in a preheated oven 325 for about 45 minutes. The top should be beautiful and brown. The center will be cooked through and you are going to have a beautiful souffle like uh, side dish that you're country loving friends are going to really enjoy it's a southern spoon bread there's lots of recipes out there but i think this is the best one you can find it by going to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share and it's brought to you by fnl market where they have some lovely regional cornmeal for you to go buy and pick up to make this extra delicious thanks for listening to the morning jam before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. Good morning, guys. Thanks for joining us this morning on The Morning Jam. We've been getting texts. We've been getting calls all morning. Uh, people a little frustrated in Bedford County uh, with the, the moving of the polling locations. Some folks are even saying they feel like it's been intentional uh, with it. One lady texted in said, I'm ashamed to say I'm born and raised in Bedford. WTH sounds like a cluster to me. Well, uh, that's what the voters are feeling like. We've had several calls this morning. Uh, Doug did call in. He tried to uh, reason it out and make it make more sense. Uh, it says if you're running east to west on Route 24, if you're on the left side of 24 running east to west, you're going to vote at the Huddleston Elementary School. If you are on the right side of Route 24 running east to west, you're going to vote at the Bedford Gym, which is across from the sheriff's office. 
So east to west, left-hand side of Route 24, the elementary school, right side of Route 24, running east to west, Bedford Gym, that's across from the sheriff's office. So hopefully that's not as clear as mud and you will know where to go and... It's just uh, aggravating when people are wanting to get there. And, and a lot of people are on their way to work, so they need to get in and get out. So hopefully they'll get that thing straightened out sooner rather than later. If you go to elections.virginia.gov, you can uh, see your polling place. That's one way. That's how I had to do it this morning. Right. So look it up before you go, especially if you're in Bedford, evidently. Congratulations going out to James Logan. He is uh, He works with CNG constructions looks like or cng customs i'm not sure james sorry um but you are our winner of come to the table tuesday and you have won up to 10 box lunches courtesy of honey baked ham they're in the candler station and you can uh, go by and just call in advance and they'll get that set up for you and that's courtesy of honey baked ham in candler station and harvest baptist church where they remind you it is time to be kind we do this every tuesday and if you'd like to get your name in the running you can do that by just uh, texting us your name your email and uh then you can do it just like James did, 434-248-0704. Well, kind of an interesting story. Uh, if you're a, a chili head, I, I like hot food. I don't want it to be crazy hot, but I do like hot food. Now, Carolina Reaper chilies? Nope. <laughs> I don't do that hot. Nope, but that's definitely a no. I mean, California Reapers are, I've grown them before. They will light your fire, buddy. Uh, have you ever had it? Have you ever had California? Cal- no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not getting near it. <laughs> okay. Do you not, do you like any hot foods? Though? Yes. Okay, so, you like, do. I like, like, I can go to like a, like, I can go to. All right. So, all right. Here's the question. B-dubs. What's the highest you go at so B-dubs? I always order the honey barbecue, but like I could go hotter than that. If that makes that's sense. That's not hot at all. I know, but that's my favorite flavor. Have you ever, okay, have you ever had the... I typically do a medium. Like, if I if it's buffalo sauce, I'll go Do you medium. do Asian Zing? Have you ever done Asian no, Zing? but I'll do a medium. Like, that's what I typically go for. If okay. It's like, if I want a buffalo sauce, I want a medium. I haven't gone beyond the uh, Caribbean Jerk there. But those are my favorites, the Caribbean Jerk and the Asian Zing. Mine's always been Honey Barbecue. Okay, all right. That's what I well, typically get with my wing sauce. Like, a California man... Too has uh, a passion for hot peppers. He earned his latest Guinness World Record title by eating not one or two, but 10 Carolina Reaper chilies, the hottest peppers in the world, and he did it in 33.15 seconds. Gregory Foster competed the Mouse Scorching Challenge in San Diego about nine months after earning another Guinness World Record title by eating three California Reapers, Carolina Reapers, in 8.72 seconds. Go, uh, wow. Going from three to ten is a big... That's kind of crazy. So the way they rate the Scoville heat and the spiciness of food is... Um, so a jalapeno pepper, which most of us have tried... Uh, usually measures between 2,000 and 8,000 Scoville heat units. So that kind of gives you a benchmark of uh, if it's a really hot jalapeno, which I had this weekend, about 8,000. On the Scoville heat unit indexed, a Carolina Reaper is 1,641 
5,183. So I'll eat stuff with jalapenos in it. Like, and I'll. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to. I mean, I know. that's insane. I feel like you'd, you'd. I would die. That must be what was in that food because we went. Um, we went to Cuban Island in Roanoke, mm, and she, for the gringos, will mix up, because Cuban food is not hot at all, but she'll mi- mix up some uh, hot sauce for, for those of us who like to have like it a little normal. spicy. So she has one green sauce that's not that, I mean, it, it's nice and warm, but it's not crazy hot. And then she has the red sauce, which will like burn the nostrils out of your nose as it passes by. I'll just take my regular old Cuban sandwich and so feel good. My Mark orders the sauce. Oh boy. And I'm like, you need to be very careful with that. I mean, we're talking, you just put the tines of your fork down in it and it heats your whole meal. It's that hot. And and he's like, oh no, I'm fine. And he starts pouring it, and I'm like, you are going to ruin your food. And I was getting really angry with him because he would not listen. You know like, why? You are going did that. to ruin. Yes, he it's, was showing off. Uh, yeah, as soon as you're like, gotta be careful. He's yeah. like, oh, oh, oh her, 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 man her. mode. Oh, let me, yeah, let me, let me flex my muscles. And and we were with another couple. Oh, so <laughs> add yeah. that to it. All right, exactly. The only thing that was missing was a little girl going, "I've eaten that before." But no, so he starts pouring it on. I'm like you're ruining your food, and you're you're and you're eating that. If you put that on there, you are eating it. And he's like scraping it out, making this big production. And let me tell you something: it rocked his world. Rocked his world he was stealing the cuban sandwich from Lori across the table just to get the bread he went through i don't know how many glasses of water because he was determined he was going to eat it and it was shrimp which he loves and i was like and and we were laughing at him going you're you're gonna be you might feel like a big man now but tomorrow morning you're gonna be hurting and he's like i've never eaten anything so hot that it would affect me the next day well let me just say i got a text from the from the bathroom going i will never ever do that again ever ever do that again janet i was robbed of the award i deserved most you were yeah chris the- evans won sexiest man of the year <laughs> were you up for sexiest man alive i thought so i mean i i, I thought i was a shoe in help me remember who he is he's he captain d- america captain america i was wearing the, it's shirt the beard he doesn't I, he didn't have the beard in the he had him in some of them no. but so yeah but okay yeah yeah i mean he's okay he's all right i wonder who else was in the running they'll have the magazine out yeah huh so he's the sexiest man alive huh yep all righty wonder who's won that the most not me (laughs) not you Uh, i'm sure if you've been in the running it would be fine i don't think i'll ever be up for it so it's okay Mm mm-hmm all righty hey don't forget if you are uh (laughs) (laughs) that's support if you're if you're in the uh, roanoke area harrisonburg charlottesville area and you're voting today don't forget you can uh go by Krispy cream pick up a free donut today just for uh just for voting that's kind of a fun thing so but that's really the only place you can do that in our listening area but a nice way for them to encourage people to to go in and vote on uh, voting day we've been hearing from a lot of you all you say the turnout has been really really 
uh, steady today, and that's a good thing. If you would like to hear some of the interviews we did earlier today, you'll be able to do that later on SoundCloud. We talked with Dr. Bob Denton about 7.30 this morning, and uh, we had Chris Daniels in the 6 o'clock hour and Chris Feraldi in the 8 o'clock hour, and they were all very pleased with uh, the turnout this morning. So far, so good. And, of course, we heard from Salty, too. Oh boy, that was a little disturbing. But, but I'm but trying good. to block that out. <laughs> you don't really Janet. want to know about that. We also want to remind you that we've got coverage taking place tonight, starting at 10 o'clock on uh, CBS News. They're going to be offering you uh, all the election coverage uh, starting at 10 p.m. And of course, uh, all of our other shows are. are that's going to be the all live subject. Yes. Yeah. We're here for you. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be the the topic of the night. It'll be curious to see what happens tonight and what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Thanks for joining us here on The Morning Jam. Look forward to spending Wednesday with you here on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.